The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. you to like talk talk to it i don't get it yeah people like talk to it like smarter child on aim i don't know who that is oh okay like you can talk to it and it like it's like you're talking to a person oh but like yeah smarter child i know i'm gonna fall in love with the robot that's happening to people (gasps) oh my god people are so starved for human affection it's really sad actually no it is really sad not us no not us we have each other oh my god I should not be drinking that. Whatever. This was the signature drink at my daughter's birthday party. I was so bad I wasn't there. It looked so cute and fun. And then she fucking walked for the first time. I know. And the vibes were so good when she decided to walk. It was the end of the night. We were all hanging out, having the best time. And then she decided to walk. Like, it was crazy. So, like, if it was anyone else's child, I'd be joking when I was saying this. But for you, I'm serious. I literally think she did that to say thank you for the party. Oh, my God. Like, I literally think she was like, okay, y'all popped off with this one like i gotta do something she had the best day she saw the balloon arch and she was like i gotta come up with something she would have walked sooner if you had been there we would have had it done by 8 (laughs) a.m okay let's go to podcast land we're doing we're doing screenshots and emails right yes we are we are in podcast land we've been there for 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) i forgot we were in podcast land no it's fine i don't have my glasses on so that's making it work (laughs) welcome to teacher quit talk this is my second podcast of the day I had to host my little, I call it my podcast, but they told me to stop doing that at work. We have an hour call once a week that's like a getting started with technology for the new people that like join within that week. Uh I host it a lot. I always say, welcome to my podcast. And people are like, I think I'm in the wrong link. And I'm like, no. Oh my God. I was like going to ask you, why do they keep trying to stifle your creativity? It's never felt like it's coming from a place of like, you can't say that. But it's always like, love the energy, but you are creating a lot of confusion because people People don't realize you're joking. They're trying to dull your sparkle. I think that is also it. So, any hoozle, where have we been? Where are we going? Oh, where no. Where have you been? All my <laughs> life. I think Anna was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, her vibe matched our vibe perfectly. She is such a good storyteller. She was awesome. That episode is dope. Any hoozle. Okay. So, we have an email episode and Redacted's going to get hangry. No, I had a snack. Okay. Cool. I had a cheese stick because of this. <laughs> The title of this one is Hamster in a Ball. Did anyone lose one? It was rolling down the B hallway. Please see blank in B12. Oh my god. Career dress up day. Not sure if this would be appropriate or not, but blank is asking if he can dress like Chip and Dale Dancer for career day. I told him it might be a little cold for that. I want to support him though in his career path. That is how is that fucking real? I want, I want to support him though. Well, that's unique. Oh my life. Fuck, it's gonna be stuck in my head forever. It's a good song. I know. Brutal email. Three days into my first year teaching. Hello, Miss Blank. 
Welcome to blank. I wasn't able to meet you on back to school night. There have been a few very disturbing things brought to our attention and it's only been three days. I would like you to explain about the USA flag and the picture of it being partially covered up in your classroom and also about asking the children who are God given only he or she to identify with a quote pronoun question mark question mark praying for you dot dot dot. <laughs> Shut up. Praying for you. I hate that shit. So, backstory, the student had his birthday over spring break in April. The mom, sender of this email, reached out on the Thursday before spring break and asked, told me to celebrate him the next day. I hate birthdays. Like, I just think it's so awkward. Mm -hmm. I have a birthday that's, like, never on, like, a work or school day. And so it's just, like, weird. And people are like, oh, happy late birthday. Happy, uh, uh, leave me alone. Boo. Okay. I said because it was so last minute and another student was being celebrated that day, we would plan to celebrate the Monday after break. Seems reasonable. I taught a self-contained special ed room and my kids sometimes struggled with understanding slash feeling special with multiple birthdays on one day. He doesn't show up to school that day. He came three hours late to school every single day. I heard nothing for weeks. And in the last month of the school, she yells at me at conferences, sends me this email and goes to my AP to complain. Thankfully, the AP supported me. But just another example of being so undervalued as educators. I'm not a party planner. (laughs) Not with that attitude. (laughs) I left the classroom and now I'm an instructional coach. Okay. Good afternoon, Miss Ma'am. Well, it put her name, but you know. I'm going to start addressing my emails that way to men too. Amazing. Mr. Sir. (laughs) Okay. I'm contacting you because I want to set up the birthday party for student for tomorrow or Monday if I have to. I've been trying to get everything together to do it for him. It is bad that student unfairly had to wait to celebrate his special day because it causes me to now have to rush to do it before the school year ends. And doing things in a rush, in most cases, doesn't have things to turn out right. Seems like this email was written in a rush. Am I right, ladies? You better potato emoji your foot. Oh my god, is my foot Your in dogs here? are out. <laughs> like, your dogs are here. Okay. <laughs> And doing things in a rush in most cases doesn't have things turn out right. However, I'm hope that it will. God, I want to bring in the treats for the class and I need a few things to take place because unfortunately I can't be in the class to see the birthday celebration take place. I will also ask that everyone will sing happy birthday to student. I will need a few pictures taken to be sent to me here through email for memories. A picture of him under the decorations that I will bring. A picture of you and him. A picture picture of him and his classmates, a picture of him opening gifts slash reactions pictures of him, you and all the assistants, and a picture of the students opening treat bags. Thank you in advance for this help in student celebration. I was using student instead of the kid's name. Sincerely, parent. Holy hell. That's just a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. The part that I really was not anticipating was the photo request with so many (laughs) specific things. Like, this is the way if I'm on vacation with my friends, like, that's when I ask them to take Instagram. Instagram photos like the way that you just asked this poor underpaid teacher to be not only the party planner but also a professional photographer it's like when you are like taking pictures of your mom to do like examples of what you want and then she has to replicate it with you she starts sending stock photos she's like I want him to look happier than the kid in that photo god slip a 50 for that teacher in an envelope or something no for real I'm very on the vibe of like there's a price for everything so like if I was the teacher of this school and a parent asked me to do all of this and gave me like how much would it take for me to like enthusiastically do this probably like 300 bucks 
and they provide all the stuff. I think that price would get a smile on my face and get you some great Instagram photos. You know, there's a price for everything, for real, for real. You want to read again? Yeah, sure. Um, Team, as most of you are aware, I want our buildings to be clean and well kept. I'm considering hiring from within to complete this task. (laughs) Is that that a threat? (laughs) I would rather spend our money on people who have a vested interest in taking pride in our facilities. In short, I'm looking for six certified people or a combination of responsible 16-plus-year-old students and teachers to take on this task. If you are interested, please let me know. I cannot do this with less than six people. Expectations. This is a bullet list. Cleaning will be done outside of the contracted day and must be considerate of special events, etc. Because of liability, you may not have extra people working with you without written permission. You must have strong attendance and be available Monday through Friday. Respect the facilities and your colleagues. Turn lights off, lock back doors, leave personal items alone. Report any building or machine damage to maintenance help desk. Must be self-motivated and coachable. The next one is the real kicker. Because of overtime laws, you must be serving in a certified position. Oh my god. Because paras and janitorial staff and people like that a lot of times get paid by the hour. So if they're working over 40 hours a week, you legally have to give them overtime. But teachers are salary employees, so you're not eligible for overtime. So they can pay you by the hour and it doesn't count as a part of your hours because you're not hourly. I just am blown away. Oh, there's more. There's no, more. no, no, no. There is a possibility of employing responsible students and teachers supervising. Just a good old little child labor in there. Anyone working during the year will get first consideration at stripping and waxing the floors in the summer. Does that mean that your floors get done first because you work there? Or is that like among the janitors? That's like the task everybody wants. So you get to do it. <laughs> Um, as with any extra duty stipend, the stipend may be terminated at any time. Benefits, approximately $25 an hour, three hours per day, 180-day contract, an extra $13,500 for the school year. Extra money will go towards your teacher's retirement. What? I don't know if that means, like, you'll have extra money and you can put it in your retirement, or if they're saying there's, like, gonna be... Like so, like putting it in cow stress. A, this plan is awful, and B, you're not even explaining the logistics in a clear way. So not only do I not know what's going on, but it's also bad. If you are highly motivated and can do the job in less than three hours, your pay rate increases and the time decreases. You will be paid by the job. It's giving very serfdom. Who sent this? I don't know. The principal? I guess. Um, excellent way to purchase your new car, pay off your house, vacation, etc. Did you buy your house in 19? 1930 because you said it was 13 grand. No one's paying off a house in the year of 2023 with 13 grand. No additional travel time or cost for a secondary job. Oh, I understand now. Summer floor care could add $4,000 to your income. This is also the last benefits, my favorite one. Training on all equipment and cleaning materials. So you'll learn how to use the weird little cafeteria, Zamboni. Okay, hang on a second. I'm rethinking this whole fucking thing. You didn't mention that I was going to get to play with the Zamboni. It said one of the benefits is that you get trained on the machinery. I assume that that's... Yeah, but I didn't even think about the Zamboni. I take everything I said back. This is a deal. I'm always thinking about the Zamboni. (laughs) 
you have to be a certificated staff member to do this. So you have to stay after work. Or they said some children. I don't want a 16-year-old waxing the floors after hours unsupervised at school. They're going to fall under They're not going to let the kids wax the floors. That is a highly contested position. They're not going to give the end-all, be-all of janitorial duties to a kid. You got to put in years here before you even get to think about floor waxing. I love our janitorial staff, but that's this whole entire separate job. That They work their ass off and you work your ass off. Nobody should be doing both. I would clean like how I do at my apartment. I just use a Clorox wipe for everything. I saw a TikTok one time like years ago of a teacher that does this. Or I think she was a para. I don't remember. But I remember it was like a day in the life and she did like janitorial stuff after school every day for a couple hours. She said she was like paying off her student loans or something. I get it, but like... And like you said, it's a needed and important job, but it is exactly that, a separate job from the other it's job. a lot. So obviously I like clean up my own classroom when I have a classroom and like don't leave trash on the floor for the custodial stuff. But I feel like if I was the one doing like the deep cleaning, I would get so much more mad at kids. Like one of them would spill like a Gatorade and I would just lose it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like normally I'm patient with stuff like that, but if I knew that after teaching them, I had to go do a little outfit change in the bathroom and then deep clean the, I, no, immediately Well, you and I have a different experience too because you only have the kids for like a period. Mm -hmm. My kids clean the classroom at the end of the day. Oh no, mine clean the classroom at the end of the period. Oh really? I would just tell them like, you need to leave it how you found it. So they'd have to put the desk back and then I had a couple trash cans around the room and they had to clean up their trash. And if they didn't clean up their trash, (laughs) I wouldn't do it with anything that was like disgusting, obviously. But if they left just like a little wrapper, I would staple it to their work. Oh, no. That's a, <laughs> see, these are the things you could only do with high schoolers. That's funny. And I remember one time I gave them airheads and so many of them left the wrappers and I was so mad. And so I stapled the wrappers to their work and I was like, I lick the wrapper because it's the last taste of an airhead you'll get in here. <laughs> I caught heat for doing magic trash, which everybody loves magic trash. Everyone loves magic trash. I had magic trash when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know if we called it that, but I remember teachers doing stuff like that. I love it. We can't even have magic trash. The woke movement has gone too far. My procedures in my classroom are a little neurotic. They are really an exemplification of my own mental state. Every table has its own trash can. Everybody has a job, like a cleaning based job. There's a song. We have to like race the song every day. It is a well oiled machine up in that bitch. You have to be with that many small children. I didn't do jobs because I just had like my rosters would change too much and all that and there's just too many of them. But I would just make them do everything. A lot of times they would do it for extra credit or I had my raffle ticket system. Mm. So that was a big one. It was if someone finished early, like early, early, I would give them like 30 raffle tickets for cleaning all the laptops because they would always get nasty. So I'd give them like those little computer wipes and I would just be bribing them with those tickets. Mm -hmm. We always have had school wide tickets to work at a school with a school wide ticket system actually pretty fun do I want that do you guys ever take away tickets I've never done that no. actually that's a lie I did it one time but they deserved <laughs> the it the only time I've ever done anything is when I taught third grade if they lost their tickets because it became an epidemic if you lose it you lose it that's valid I gave them all little pouches that had zippers on them and they kept them in their desk there were some incidents of stealing where I that's separate but if they like got ripped or because sometimes when they're ripped they're like wet and ripped and 
and they're yeah. like you can't tell how many there were because yeah. it's like a bunch of corners wadded up but I've never taken an incentive away so one time I had a sub and a couple kids stole tickets and wrote their names on them and put them in the bin and so I dumped all of them out and I was like oh no we're done with raffle and they were like for how long and I was like forever, forever. and then I think like a month or two later I was like fine and gave it back my kids they just were never that good at it because I would write their name in pen on the tickets there are a couple instances where I had a sub and they would steal tickets and write their own name in pencil and I was like guys you can't fool me I had a a black market ticket situation at one point (gasps) where (laughs) it made me actually change my ticket system because it made me realize that I was like giving too much of a reward for extroverted behavior if that makes Mm. sense yes that makes perfect sense and not every teacher does that I just love you so much because I realized like kids who raise their hand a lot were getting a lot more tickets than kids who don't even though the other kids would technically be on task they just were not verbally engaging because I had this one kid who hated talking and hated raising his hand and I found out that he was like doing other kids work and they were getting them tickets okay I just hear a leadership quality that's all I hear I was like am I in trouble when I found out and I was like "Mm." I was like don't tell anyone because you probably should be in trouble for this but I was like (laughs) I kind of feel like you deserve tickets more than I've given them so and then I just let them keep them I was mad at the other kids though perfectly valid in my opinion I mean there's so much nuance to everything if you teach high school and you do tickets at least like once a week walk around and just give a ticket to everyone who's on task this would be my solution to that god I love tickets I love an extrinsic motivator occasionally love tickets Here we go. I feel like this one's very important to read because I think it really exemplifies the kind of sneaky gaslighting that happens all the time in schools. But it's like blink and you'll miss it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's sneaky, sneaky. Mm Mm-hmm. So, hi, Blank. Blank said multiple inappropriate things in physics today. We were talking about acceleration and he explained an example of punching someone in a wheelchair and they accelerate a lot. I was planning on emailing home about this, but then his behavior got worse. One of the students told me nice glasses and I overheard blank say nice glasses more like nice ass blank told me that he wants to smash her in reference to me please advise yeah should I email home or do you want to take care of it I feel very uncomfortable with the situation so then this admin says back blank teacher's name okay after four conversations in the last two days I'm struggling with any admission to these comments or witnesses counselor and I met with blank he admitted to being on a YouTube video on his phone, and it appears that it might have involved the acceleration of a wheelchair. Blank only admitted to being on a video. Another student thought that might have been where the inappropriate reference came from. As for the glasses and blank comment, all three kids, blank, blank, and blank, acted embarrassed and surprised, and not one heard either, or said they heard either. I know blank and blank very well, and my gut is they are telling the truth. I really don't have anything else I can do, and where I just had a very serious meeting with blank's mom about other things, the best is that I questioned him, and if, in all caps, it says if. And if he said any or all of what was heard by you, he knows we're on to him. I am, all caps, 
so sorry for this year and these behaviors. Continue to send kids to me. Continue to report what you see. And if others need to be moved out of the class, we'll do so. Blank is being taken care of by blank and we removed blank and blank. Willing to do more if we all see fit. The thing for me is that the final paragraph is like they moved the kids out of the classroom. They said willing to do more. Continue to send kids to me. Continue to report what you see. But then in the paragraphs above it, it says shit like if he said any or all of what was heard by you. You're asking the kids if they were witnesses, the kids acting embarrassed and surprised and saying they didn't hear it. Obviously they're gonna react that way to their admin confronting them when they're saying like sexual shit and like ableist shit. Like of course they're gonna say that. They're not gonna be like, I am so sorry and I'm ready to take accountability and for all to talk this out and move forward. Like I don't know what you thought they were gonna react, but it's not surprising. All the time last year, my third graders were all always like don't be a snitch don't be a snitch so they're not gonna especially in front of their other friends you gotta i don't know divide them divide and interrogate the class was applied physics so it's got to be older kids so you really think like that they are gonna admit to that i don't know ma'am zero stars on the handling of that situation great email verbiage in some parts but the actual actions it's a no from me why would i want to send kids to you why would i want to report shit to you if you don't believe me they probably got chat gtp to write the ending part they were like chat gtp write email supporting teacher dealing with bad behavior and then they just pasted it but this was written in february 2020 maybe they were early tech adopter (laughs) (laughs) principals can be into tech too say do you want to take a break to hear from another podcast or potentially a company i was born ready to do that the other one that you sent me sure hi everyone students are (laughs) first sentence students are pushing the limits with what with what they are wearing in parentheses mostly females always could have left that out i talked a while back about how we are on a slippery slope in terms of dress coding students here are a couple of guides to our practice that i would like you to think about and or do that's me trying to be assertive. I'd like you to think about and or do this. <laughs> Just maybe if you want to, don't cancel me about the dress code thing. Just if you wanted to think about it, maybe, but don't. Or if you do, would be better for me, but don't. Okay, so here's <laughs> what they actually wrote. I think the male teachers slash administrators are in a difficult position having conversations with female students regarding the appropriateness of their outfit decision for the day. If there's a male with inappropriate dress, males should have that conversation. If you're a male teacher and you're listening to this and you see a girl violating dress code, I think the best thing to do is nothing. It's a good course of action. Amen. Just like keep it moving with your day, you know? Like there's people dying. So just keep it pushing. Retweet. <laughs> so that was that was rule number one. That wasn't a rule. Rule number two. Oh, now they explain what men should do. If you see a female student that you believe needs a conversation, I would like a trusted female staff member to have a private conversation with the student. Please do not make it a group thing in the hallway because that goes south in a hurry. Very valid point as someone who has been the victim of hallway dress coding many times. Mm -hmm. And they said, the conversation should focus on their (laughs) outfit. On their outfit being cool, but not for school. That our school wants students to feel great about themselves, but also needs to balance appropriate dress similar to a job. I like how they're like, make sure the kids feel cool. Make sure that they know that you're not being a hater. First and foremost, come into it being like dope Crocs, my brother. And then dress code after you said that. 
It keeps going. Yes, there are guidelines in the handbook, but legally, they are more guidelines than rules. What does that mean? What is this principle? This principle is me. This principle <laughs> wrote this after a Chardonnay and half a Xanax. Like, she was probably in her jacuzzi tub from 1994. Make the kids feel cool. Just and she like- was like, she was like, you know what? I, like, I feel like I have it now. Like, I've been wondering what to do, and like, it came to me. I know what to do. The superintendent basically came in and was like, like, why are these girls' thongs halfway up their ass? And now I have to say something. It's not the me. The superintendent was like, whale tails galore. I got to get on the situation. But make sure the kids know they're cool. They're cool. We're cool. <laughs> and we're cool. And don't talk about it in the hallway. <laughs> if you're a man, just have the teacher that's not a man talk about it in a way that's cool. Because we just want it to be cool. We're cool. Okay, it continues. I know that a majority of us are going crazy thinking about this. Are we? She's projecting hard as fuck with this. It's perceived as the kids are running the school, or why isn't anything being done about this? The superintendent also said that to her directly. The superintendent was like, the kids are running the school. There is someone in a bikini top. The personal conversations not in front of peers goes a long way. I know that we didn't have this when we were in school or we just followed the school rules or parents would be on us. We are in a different day and age. Take a breath and please do not make it personal with the students. Okay, why do I love this principle? No, like she's like kind of giving. Like this is really weird, but it's kind of giving. Like I This think- is the principal that had the barbecue with Keith, her husband or whatever, at the hot tub who's having some wine. She's like, so the superintendent's super Super pissed about the pasty situation, but I really just want to make it like not a big deal. She said, they're still looking for you to have a connection, not a disconnection with them. I'm making some calls to parents of key, the key eighth grade girls. Who are the key eighth grade oh, girls? Okay. Do they have like an Abby Lee Miller pyramid in the office with like, these are the key eighth grade girls right now. The Heathers of the middle school? But honestly, like that is making me like this principal more again because Love her. To, they get, they're inside the social dynamic. They said, we can take out the key girls. The rest will fall into life. Work smarter, (laughs) not harder. I love her. I won't be able to make calls on every single one, but I'm choosing the ones that I see as the vocal leaders of the movement. I get very nervous when girls are using the phrases, I'm proud of my body or teachers are shaming me. This is not where we want to be with this topic. And I know that you're not shaming them, but this is how they're perceiving. (laughs) This email is so long. She's like, you're good. The kids are good. This is bad, but we're good. This is the level of what people want in a TikTok. When like the whole comment section is like, what about this? What about that? Oh my God, you you hate me because of this? No, this is the level of like, like this principal has seen some shit. So she's saying some shit, you know? She was probably Tumblr famous back in the day. So she knows. She knows the nuance that's required. I feel like she needs to have like a flow chart of this. It's like, you see a child, they need to be dress coded, boy or girl. And then under girl, it's like, are they a key eighth grade girl? Follow this path. If they're not a key eighth grade girl, follow this path. Okay. Oh my God. How is it still going? It's almost done. I know that you are not shaming them, but this is how they're perceiving it. Keep it personal with each kid. This is one school rule. We have to be very careful. Thanks for reading this long email. Let me know if you have any questions. Honestly, I love her. Like she kind of ate. Enjoy your bubble bath and your Chardonnay, girl. I hope you have a wonderful Zanny nap. She was laying there. The bachelor ended. She was like, all right, I'm fucking solving this problem. She was like, I am not. It was probably Sunday night. And she was like, this is 
is the last Sunday that I have Sunday scaries about eighth graders in crop tops. I am dealing with Especially this. Especially not the key girls. The key, that's what gets me. Also, my cousin, she wouldn't mind me sharing this. She's in high school and she posted on her Instagram story and she was wearing like low rise yoga pants and a crop top sports bra thing and was in the school bathroom and I replied and was like, major slay, but like, how are you not getting in trouble for this? And she was like, they don't really do dress code anymore. And I was like, are you serious? When I was in school, they quite literally grabbed me by the arm and dragged me into the office on more than one occasion because my shirt was too low cut, which is so subjective. Oh and this is what she said. Yeah, after COVID, we figured they'd be dealing with other problems. So we just all started breaking dress code all the time and they just kind of gave up. I think that's what happened in my my hometown. Yeah. Because I saw somebody posted a pic with crop tops and I was like, oh, that's wildly different than my experience. The way they would put us in a weird little school jail room for wearing, like, running shorts and I just wouldn't go to class the whole the day. The softie shorts. I have the most vivid memory of wearing my little American Eagle off the shoulder sweater which I feel like I've repurchased a version of it that's in my closet right now. Because it was off the shoulder a little bit I got in deep shit. I had a t-shirt I bought on vacation at the beach that was like a little off the shoulder moment. Oh yeah. And same thing. I still remember my 8th grade science teacher. She was like redacted. I, why is your bra strap out in my class? Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, ugh. And she had a paddle that was hanging on her wall in her classroom. Oh, this was her. Yeah, with all the kids that had signed it. And she would hold it and she'd be like, I miss the days that I could paddle you. I think that was a story that you told in our first, very first episode. Probably. That's very nostalgic to me. I have an emotional connection to her, I think. I wonder what she's doing now. We should call her. She definitely wouldn't have a Facebook. She'd be like, Mark Zuckerberg's trying to take our info. Like, she's definitely off grid. I'm just gonna go to the school. I think that would honestly be the fastest. Call the front office. They'll tell you. And I remember she lectured us about (laughs) how you can't bring any Tylenol to school and your parents need to drop it off in the clinic and you cannot just have Tylenol in your backpack. And she told us this story that I'm sure is fake, but at the time seemed very real about this kid who brought Tylenol or aspirin or something. And then at the same time, there was some drug situation and he ended up getting arrested because they thought his aspirin was like Molly or something. And she was like, you could end up in juvie. Oh my God, why? As like a 13 year old, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to go to juvie. And then now as an adult, I'm like, there's no way that they would send a child to juvie without even testing what substance it was. She really is into the scare tactics. She was not messing around. Okay, guys. Well, those were some very interesting submissions. And you submitted them. You surely did. We love you so much. We'll see you next week for something. I have no idea what's happening next week because we haven't scheduled it. I know what I want to do next week. Tell me. So next week, we're going to look at some teacher appreciation gifts. Oh! um, Because teacher appreciation week was not too long ago. And some people got some stuff that looked really freaking cool. And then some people got some stuff that seemed really not cool. So we're going to talk about both of them. Send us examples if you want. Yes, send us examples. One year, my school got all of us nachos, and I liked that. Oh my god, I love that. So yeah, if you got a gift that was great, send it to us. And if you got, like, a little pebble, and it was, like, teacher's rock on it, send us that. Send us all. We love you. Toodaloo. Bye. See you next week. Just as a disclaimer, because I am someone who is actively teaching, everything on this podcast is my personal opinion and does not reflect my district, my state, my employer, my students, or my admin. Everything on this podcast was recorded on personal time, on personal equipment, and is a completely separate endeavor from my school district. Yeah, leave her alone.